We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Hold of this moment. The force is strong. Make ten men feel like a hundred. We'll take the next chance. And the next time. You're all rebels, aren't you? Save the rebellion! Save the dream! Hi, John here from Good News Geek, just to give you my Rogue One review. And I gotta say, I was looking forward to seeing this movie so much. And I can safely say, I wasn't disappointed. In fact, this is probably the hardest review I've ever had to do, because there's so much I want to say about this movie, but I, I don't have several hours to do so, unfortunately. But who knows? Maybe another day. Rogue One is absolutely awesome. Now, there will be some spoilerishy things coming up, so if you haven't seen the movie, please don't listen to this review. Come back after you've seen the movie, because you don't want to have the surprises spoilt for you. Where do I start? Rogue One is absolutely brilliant, and as far as I'm concerned, it uh, beats out Episode 7 completely as the best Star Wars movie in a long, long time. This movie is obviously, from the trailers, you can see is a gritty departure from the usual space fantasy movies that we've become accustomed to in the galaxy far, far away. And I find that the realism depicted in this film, together with the touching human story of sacrifice and loss, even in the face of victory, pays quite respectful homage to the horrors of war in the real world. A Lucasfilm at the beginning said that this movie is for the fans, but is also suitable for someone who is a Star Wars virgin, a way into the franchise, so to speak. And here, unfortunately, is where the movie's only weaknesses creep in. And I must clarify this first. The issues I will mention are based solely on the assumption that non-Star Wars fans can pick up this movie and won't affect its relevance, okay? So this is not from a you and me point of view. This is from those that come in and are using this movie to basically check out Star Wars. So the first thing is, who is this evil empire? The movie really depicts that there are individuals, for instance, the director, Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tarkin, they're evil. They're doing some horrible, horrible things. We see stormtroopers shooting people, but only after they get shot at or get blown up. We see stormtroopers hassling people in the streets and asking for ID. Hardly evil things. I find that the evil is centred around the villains, the characters, and there's nothing specific implicating the Empire as evil. And I know you're going to say, but John, they have this giant space station that they're going to use to blow up planets, they have a weapon of mass destruction, and yes, I get that, but having a weapon of mass destruction doesn't necessarily mean you're evil. The US has enough nukes in its arsenal to destroy the planet. They're not considered evil for having it. There's no real general use of force and death and tyranny that would definitely leave, in the eyes of a person who is not integrated into the Star Wars community that says this organization is definitely evil. Now we know, of course, that they are. But keeping in mind, this movie introduces you to a rebel, a good guy, 
who commits murder. And yet they want to draw the conclusion that it's the empire that's evil. That being said, I really do love how the rebellion was depicted in this movie. Just how ruthless they had to be in order to push forward their agenda for the the good of the galaxy, basically, in people having to stretch out what they're comfortable with purely to see that their mission succeeds. The next thing is, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I found that from the point of view of the uninitiated, the use of Darth Vader was incredibly clumsy. I find that he's kind of tacked in and he appears in the movie kind of ad hoc. And the only mention that we have of Darth Vader, the only inkling that he has an actual part in this story to play, is only mentioned through exposition. Other characters mentioning him, and then these characters go and talk to him. And it feels a bit like it's, it's almost reverting back to the prequels, where people do a lot of standing around and talking, and that's the only way that the story somehow progresses. Now, obviously, you and I, we know exactly what Darth Vader's role is. But again, to the uninitiated, it's going to be like, who is this Darth Vader? What role does he play? Now, obviously, you have to be living under a rock to not know who Darth Vader is. However, I want to be the devil's advocate here. If Lucasfilm are going to come out and say this is good for the completely uninitiated, then it needs to live up to that claim. I also understand that they didn't want Darth Vader to overshadow the new characters. But... I think maybe it was a risk they should have taken to just weave him into the story a little bit more. Now that unpleasantness is out of the way, what do I like about it? So I'm going to resume now from the point of view of you and me, the Star Wars fanatics. Love it. Loved everything about this movie. It was fantastic. Use of the CGI characters in this story is amazing. They did a great job. You can still tell that they're CGI, but You know, it's brilliant, done brilliantly, and it's sparing, and it's just enough, and it's just superb. The effects generally in the movie are amazing. The special effects are great. The storytelling is brilliant. The story is amazing. It draws you into these characters. They've been made interesting. It really shows the interconnected nature of the Rebel Alliance and the difficulties that come along with that. I loved that they showed that. You know, it's it's so realistic. And the portrayal of the rebellion, like I said, the, the mix of ruthlessness and you have one side, it's all diplomacy. You have people that aren't so diplomatic and how they come to loggerheads internally is amazing and very, very accurate, I would imagine, in this sort of situation. The starfighter battles were excellent. The bombing run was great. A friend of mine did comment that perhaps on a bombing bombing run, you shouldn't have your high beam lights on because it does make you a bit of an easy target. But apart from that, their battles in space were fantastic. Can't complain. And an excellent use of footage from episode four, Gold Leader and Red Leader. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The scale of this movie is massive. Just does everything you want it to and more. And it doesn't overdo things. The Death Star, the scale of the Death Star, its massiveness, its destructive power, they only fire this thing at only a a touch of the destructive capability that it has, and it's just amazing. What I also liked, being a very hardcore Darth Vader fan, was the realism in his portrayal. He is a half-man, half-machine. The part of him that's man is terribly crippled and burnt and in agony all the time, and The use of the Bacta tank, showing him resting and recuperating in that, being disturbed and having to 
not just pull on some clothes. He has to pull on his body and get out and start fighting. And just to see that struggle was immense. And I think that was quite poignant and shows the, the ongoing pain that Anakin has as Darth Vader. And I'd imagine that would help definitely fuel his rage in his situation. And the final Vader scene. What is there to not love about that scene? Darth Vader puts on his pants, gets out of bed, and he absolutely thrashes the crap out of anyone that gets in his way. He's not stopping. The rebels that are fighting him don't even slow him down. He's slashing here and choking there, and it's just amazing to see Darth Vader kicking ass, as we all know he can, but finally seeing it on film instead of in a book or in a uh, comic. And, and it's just, you know, oh, so rewarding. The payoff was amazing. What was good was the balance. We have this epic story with these fantastic new characters, and it wasn't washed out by the use of the characters that we all know and love, immediately linking up to where a new hope kicks off. And I think that was the biggest triumph, was the seamless way in which this movie was joined up with episode four. I mean, how you can make a movie... That's years and years and years and years and years out of date with its immediate sequel is just amazing. The style of the filmmaking was also excellent. I couldn't really fault anything. The only thing I will say that was missing from this movie, and it's kind of expected now for any movie set in Star Wars Galaxy, is the music. It wasn't bad, don't get me wrong, but I kind of found it absent. With John Williams doing the score, of course, you have a soundtrack that isn't just there, but it enhances, it adds to the movie. And I've got to say, I don't really recall the music at all, except, of course, when the final credits hit and we had that familiar tune playing. That was really the best bit for me in regards to the music. So, you know, a little bit disappointing there, but overall, this movie was fantastic. Now, I know that if you haven't seen the movie, you are not listening to this, so I won't tell you to go out and watch it. But what I will do is tell you to go out and watch it again and again and again for as long as it's in the cinemas, because the spectacle is absolutely amazing. I'm certainly going to go again. So in regards to score, this movie is going to get a four and a half star score from me. Um, it would be higher, but then if uh, a movie does top it, I need to have somewhere to go. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's enough from me. I've ranted and raved for, what, well over 10 minutes by this stage, and I'm out of breath. So until next time, may the force be with you.